We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome to Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio. On today's show, the smack talk has begun between the Chiefs and the Bengals. College football expansion coming in 2024, and Travis Kelsey has some extra motivation this week. Special guests include Dane and Hughes at 11. Now one of these guys grinds his beans every morning while the other mashes his potatoes. Dusty Likens and Alex Gold. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Yeah, the, I guess that's news to me, the grinding of the beans. Some people, like you, Nick, just go to the corporate place every morning. Dusty yeah. is homegrown. Supports, supports the local. That's true. Wait, are your beans local? No. Are they from Columbia or what? No. Well, this sucks. Uh, on the spot right away. They're uh, the Kirkland Costco brand. That's basically the same beans that Starbucks makes. Like, there's a Starbucks label on the back. Oh. But I still grind every morning. And if I do get coffee out, I'll go to uh, I'll go to Whistle Stop I've Coffee Shop. Yeah, and don't yeah, try yeah. to don't try to like lump me in as some sort of corporate. Suckle. Oh, I think you are. You go to Starbucks. Is that a Travis morning. Matthew hat? Who do you think? No, this is like local. This is a local hat. <laughs> okay. Who spends more corporate money day to day? You or I, Gold? I don't know. I don't know. I think you spend more more money on Chipotle monthly than I do on Starbucks monthly. Oof. Well, one item costs more than the other, so well, yeah. That, that's well, simple know, math. You have to think, it's economics. I mean, I think every other week he's getting a free Chipotle order. How many free coffees are you getting a month? About one. So I'd say it's pretty – I bet it's closer than One you think. One to two? I bet it's closer than you think. His order costs twice as much as mine. His order is you know, probably it's full, $11. It's a, it's a full meal. You're just getting a drink. That's not your lunch. That's not and your dinner. And you're doing it every day. Not every day, but yeah. I, I would say – Three out of five. 15 days a month. I think it's closer than you think. I think it's – yeah, I bet it's closer than you think. Should we start adding it up? Well, no. what's your total? 496 or something like that? No, like three eighty something. Oh, I was thinking you were spending five or six bucks. Three eighty at Starbucks, you get an almond milk and americano. Yeah, it's, it's just, no, it's just, yeah, it's just like uh, no, you ice, get a it's just iced coffee with a splash of almond milk. A splash <laughs> of almond milk. Don't go too heavy on the almond milk, please. Why not? It doesn't just mess with a Nick's splash. Stomach. Oh, it does. Why do you think I run out of here at ten thirty? First uh. break every day. Boom. Beeline to the bathroom. Mm. As you can hear or see if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, Dusty Likens is in for Cody today. Of course, uh, Alex Gold, Nick Schwert with you. Dana Hughes is going to join us at 11 o'clock, former Chiefs wide receiver. He will be in Cincinnati on Sunday afternoon for the Chiefs and Bengals over on the Chiefs radio network. We'll have a lot of fun throughout the show. Uh, you guys think I didn't do something correctly already this morning. We'll do that in about 20 minutes or so. And a little bit later on, of course, we'll get to Nick's notable notes around 1045 but i love this week already not only was it quicker than we normally have had for a game week where by tuesday we were already ready to talk cincinnati uh, yeah because of just (laughs) how that game on sunday went and this is the game that everybody has had circled um but the trash talk we usually see trash talk from the other side right the bucks week it was shaq barrett kind of laughing off the chiefs offensive line then the chiefs were asked about it during the week and they kind of downplayed it acted as if they didn't know about the comment didn't really care they were locked in and we all know they were ultra motivated for the Bucks game. I think the same thing is happening for this Cincy game because of what happened a year ago. And of course, Burrow, as we've talked all week, 2-0 against Mahomes. But Justin Reed, who wasn't part of the Chiefs team last year, we know he was on the Texans. He comes to this organization. The, the trash talk's going both ways. You got Jamar Chase saying this earlier yesterday. I don't think I could be stopped if I'm being honest. You know, I'm out there playing football, playing my game. So when I'm in a, in a rhythm, in a role, and I'm just playing, you know, the timing is there, and I'm just playing football. So that's Jamar Chase. 
And by the way, I, I don't know how many guys can really stop him anyway, because that's the type of receiver he is. So I don't really disagree necessarily with the comment. Then you have Justin Reed uh, talking about locking down a Cincinnati Bengals player. And I say player on purpose because I don't know if he for sure knew which player he was talking about. A big time tackle, like some of the missed tackles, explosive plays. Um, a lot of it's going to come down to making the play on the ball, you know, and they have 88 um, Higby. No, it's not, it's not here. He was with the Rams. Um, what's his name? It is Higgins. It's Higgins. Higby and Higgins. Uh -huh. They're going to have him back. He's a very talented receiver, too. More of a finesse type of guy. Um, not the best blocker. Um, I'm going to lock him down. You know, <laughs> straight up. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to come out of the game, like I said, play our best game and go out and do it. So the trash talk is full go already for this game on Sunday. Uh, even if whether it was Aiden Hurst or T Higgins or Tyler Boyd or Jamar Chase, he kind of got three of them mixed in there to to one. But the story of this game, yes, is, is Burrow and Mahomes, but it is going to be how do the Chiefs fare against these wide receivers? And if you want to throw in the tight end Hayden Hurst, I guess you could as well. But we know what Jamar Chase Dusty did to this defense a season ago, in particular in the regular season matchup in the two games combined. 320 yards, 17 catches, four touchdowns for Jamar Chase. I think the biggest factor in this game is that there's two players not playing that played in that first game, and that's Dan Sorensen and, and uh, Tyron Matthew. Because if you go back and look at the couple plays that he breaks out and has the stretch across the field, the one that's like I think 60 plus yards in the first, like that got him on the board in the first half of that regular season game. And then if you look in the second play, it's it, it, there's a lot of guys that the reason that those plays happen, they're not here. The other part is it's kind of an unfair question for Justin Reed. Cause it's one of those like hypotheticals that you don't have any control of. Like unlike Chris Jones, where you'd be like, Hey, if you had sacked Joe Burrow, what would have happened? Do you think in the, in the outcome he was there, he lived it. It was his situation, but I mean, I'm good with this. I I've always said I've, I've stolen it from Danny Parkins to say there should be more hate and sports, more love in the world. It's a great quote. I think that you should have that. You should have trash talk. Nobody really trash talks the chiefs. Right? Like, there's really no. The only team to do it end up bodied the immediate Usually. week after. Usually. Jacksonville a couple years ago when Ramsey called him a kick return specialist and, and, and Mac was doing all this stuff and they were saying, ask me after why I'm laughing. And then the, the Jaguars died. Like, they were gone. Um, and when teams tend to do this, it's, it's free publicity, it's free injection to Patrick Mahomes' mojo because anytime you attack the Chiefs, like, who's not talking? Travis Kelsey isn't talking. Patrick Mahomes isn't talking. Juju Smith-Schuster isn't talking. The only people talking is a safety, which is totally fine when it comes to a guy like Justin Reed. I'm fine with that. You know, get into the hype. You've been that guy. And then the other guy is Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is that guy. He's, he's swaggy. He's fun. He's hip. He's young. And he's got the track record to prove that, that he's that good. He can, he can say those kind of things. You're right about that. Like the, a tuna can. The, the, the trash talk. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. So we can go like the, the tweet sequence last night. You're referencing, of course, the back and forth between Justin Reed and, and Jamar Chase. Right. And it's all like, I think overall, I, I love it. Uh, you know, maybe that rubs you the wrong way. If you're a fan, I was texting with some people last night, just like friends that are chiefs fans. And they're like, I don't like Justin Reed saying anything because the, the difference here is normally you're right. The trash talk happens on the other side. Whatever, right. All the examples you gave sure. are of course the opponent. Normally we don't see the chiefs kind of get into that game publicly. And you know, Tyree kill would do it occasionally, but usually it's like, Oh, the opposing team's going to say whatever they want all week. The Chiefs are going to act like they don't care. They're locked in. And then how are they going to shut them up? They're going to go out there and punch them in the mouth. That's typically how this has gone. Right. Now, Jamar Chase can absolutely say whatever the hell he wants because he's done it against Kansas City. I just gave you the numbers in the two games. 17 catches, 320, and four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And Joe Burrow does have scoreboard. A little bit of what Tyler Boyd was saying yesterday. You know, he thinks it's Manning, Brady, and all that. I'm not so sure. But they have scoreboard over there in Cincinnati right now, 2-0. You know, the regular season in the, in the AFC title game, the most important one of all. Um, but I think this wide receiver core, when I look at this matchup, like, I feel much better about the Chiefs defense going into this game than I ever did in the two games a season ago. I think we've seen this defense one completely different secondary. Justin Reed wasn't here last year. We obviously know Trent McDuffie wasn't here last year. Last year. We've seen what Jalen Watson as a rookie has been able to do. I'll add Ryan Cook and Juan Thornhill are out there instead of Dan Sorensen, which he was there in that first matchup in the regular season. So it's a completely different looking defense as well. So I don't, I don't look at what Jamar Chase did in the regular season game and say, oh my gosh, he's going to do that again. Now he's, he's that talented, Dusty. You're the fantasy guy. You can tell me where he ranks in fantasy football, but 
I, I think Jamar Chase low because he's been hurt. He's going yeah, he's been hurt, but like yeah. He's gonna get his. The right. question is can you can you limit him to that that ninety five or hundred and ten yard game? Don't let yeah. him get that hundred and eighty to two twenty. I think the other thing too that you didn't mention is ju- is is Legarius Sneed. Like right now, Jan- yeah. Legarius Sneed's playing peak performance football. I think last week, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the top rated defender in the NFL and he had a great game against the Rams, which is, you know, take it as it is. It's it there wasn't yeah, really any yeah. serious threat against the Chiefs uh offensively against that defense. But Legarius Sneed has been good this year in different ways and how he can impact a game. And I think the other thing that's very interesting about this game is that you know, Chris Jones alludes to it yesterday that he hasn't watched the AFC championship game because it's a, def- it's a different offensive line, yeah. but that offensive line is going to be tested this week. against the chief chiefs defensive line Dunlap seems to be finding his own with his defense. Last week, he was all over the place. Now the Rams offensive line, again, we can debunk some of these things when it comes to this week, because the Rams are just a completely different team. If you want to base it off that, but Chris Jones has been a different player this year. Uh, Carlos Dunlap has seemed to, you know, found his way, found his like special niche in this defense, hate on him all you want. Frank Clark is a distraction for offensive linemen. He gets people. I think what Frank Clark is also like adjusted to is that he's found his role, like maybe getting sacks and being the most dominant DN on a team or trying to be at least is no longer the issue. Maybe now it is to open the gap and let somebody get in there. That's a little bit more talented. He is. And Carl Loftus gets his what first, second sack, full first sack, first full sack uh, yeah. last week. So maybe that gives him a little bit of a, of a boost to the morale as well. But again, you, you and I talked about it. And I talked to my buddy about it this morning. I think this is a Western shootout and I think everybody knows it. I think we're all geared up for it. Um, it's a better Sunday night. It's a better Sunday game than the Sunday night game, which is Dallas and Indianapolis. But again, it's yeah, Indy it's, on primetime again. Ugh. But the best thing that that is about it is that this is a team in which the chiefs have not beaten this chiefs team, this, this wave of Mahomes. and hate it all you want. Burrow knows it. Mahomes knows it. But the one advantage I can say is, is that this year seems to be like a F you to the league year from Patrick Mahomes. Like you thought the offense was going to go back a tick. It didn't. It's number one in the NFL. You thought Travis Kelsey was going to regress because he's older than 33. He hasn't. He's the best tight end in the NFL and arguing point that he's the best tight end in the NFL's history. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, he's always hurt. He's never playing. He's missed a few games or one game. And he, I guess you can count it as two with the concussion game. He's done everything that they've said they're not going to do, that this team has done that. Now you're playing a team who took you out of your Super Bowl window, could have gone to three straight, should have gone to three straight. Mahomes was dominant in the first half, completely different in the second half. So this game, I mean, I don't know how to tell you, buy a pack of smokes, uh, a, a fifth of whiskey, and and sit back and enjoy it because it's going to be one of those games. Like after it's over, you're going to be, you know, crazy headed, you know, everything well, there is within this game. Depending how the result goes too, it, it completely changes the narrative heading into the postseason. Not yeah. in terms of what do you think the Chiefs can do? Like I don't if the Chiefs were to lose, I don't think anybody's gonna say, oh my gosh, they can't win the Super Bowl. But Burrow, what are they seven Burrow and four? Be, Burrow, yeah, well so that's the thing. What's interesting if Cincinnati loses, they're set they're a seven and five football team. Yeah. Just like that. It's yeah. kind of like, wait well, a second. Now they'd be it started to click. Be, it would be what it was <laughs> yeah. last year, right? It was kind of the same story where all of a yeah. sudden it's weird. Like there's a chance that because of the timing of the regular season game again, now last mm-hmm. year it was in early January. I think it was like the second to last week of the regular season. Wasn't it when they played Cincy? It wasn't maybe the second to last. It was close it was like because they played, came from behind in the second half, played in the AFC, came behind in the second half. That, the reason why I bring it up that way, that regular season win for Cincinnati over Kansas city really parlayed them into confidence oh, yeah. and everything throughout their playoff run. Oh yeah. This team in Cincinnati, of course, already has been to Super Bowl. But it seems like the Chiefs are a big swing game for them yet again, where if they beat Kansas City, it's like, oh, man, they're all of a sudden extremely dangerous football team again. Look out. Here comes Cincinnati. If they lose, it's kind of like, okay, this maybe isn't the same full on Cincinnati team from a year ago. Like they're in in danger of maybe not winning the division. All that kind of stuff comes into play again, whereas they win and they beat since they beat Kansas City. People are going to start talking about talking themselves into Cincinnati more about being a team that can go on a deep playoff run yet again. And, and, And why not at that point? Uh, because he and that team has been do, being able to do something, of course, that others haven't done against Patrick Mahomes and company. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll get to something that Patrick Mahomes had to say as he finally was a guest on Travis Kelsey's podcast. I thought uh, it was really interesting stuff because it's a story we have never heard about Patrick Mahomes during the draft process and what one member of the Chiefs coaching staff did during the draft process. I thought it was really interesting. You'll hear that coming up in about 15 minutes or so. Uh, Last night, there was some news in college football, and now here in the last five minutes, it's become official from the college football playoff themselves. Uh They are officially expanding to 12 teams. 
starting in 2024 and 2025. Initially, we know we heard for years, oh, we can't expand till 2026. That's the contract. And we all knew deep down if they wanted to make this work, they could always expand earlier. And that's what's happening after the Rose Bowl agreed to do so, essentially, and be part of the, the, the games uh, and mess with their schedule and their tradition and all that. And so that was last night. Now it's official from the college football playoffs. So you'll have 12 teams, not the stand, the four that we've seen throughout this playoff. Um, and if you are just a fan of college sports and you just like watching college football, then this is great, right? It's great because it's more, it's more football, more meaningful bowl games. Instead of having the random Gator bowl, that really doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Instead of having that game, well, now all of a sudden there's a chance that that's part of the college football playoff. And so, mm-hmm. all right, you can argue that it's it actually does mean something now. More football, you get a seat at the table, right? If you're uh, a fan base like KU, K-State, Missouri, under the four-team playoff format, you have no chance to ever be part of the dance. With 12, you got a chance. I mean, look at where K-State's ranked right now in the college football playoff. They're mm-hmm. 10th. If, if this was expanded this year, K-State would be making the college football playoff Really, win or lose, most likely, on Saturday. So yeah. I, I like it from that. But if you think that this means that we're going to see a bunch of outlier champions and it's not going to still be the top four or five teams every year winning it, then I think you're mistaken. So I'm, I'm for expansion, not to 12 necessarily. I think this, sh- this thing, Dusty, should have been six or eight teams. Give me the all five power five champs qualified Give me the group of five best ranked, highest ranked champ, and then give me a wild card, if you will, or, or at large bid. That would have been great for me. I don't think we need 12, but we know money wins out, and that's why we're sitting here today with the expansion happening. Yeah, the three things, I guess the three points that I take from the expansion is this is it. No more. Like, Ooh, leave I it. Don't know, man. I know this is just what I want. I don't, I'm not saying what college football wants yeah. and what money talks. Leave it at 12. If you if you go further than twelve, it's liquidated. It's not you know, I don't know. It's just not the same. Four is a little tight, but what we've seen from four is that it's never fair for everybody. Which life isn't fair, right? Um, but the thing is, it seemed like the sweet spot was eight, like you had mentioned. So you can't, for me personally, you can't get more than twelve. The other thing that it gives me a nice view of is that. This is the first time in my life, personally, that college football has been this entertaining. And I think a reason why that is is because of the transfer portal and the NIL deals. Like, I think that's gotten college football to be a little bit more even. Like, before, where, hey, I don't like playing at Alabama because there's six wide receivers ahead of me that I'm never going to jump and no one's ever going to give me a chance. Now I can just be like, oh, wow, my good friend goes to Tennessee. I saw the pregame. I'm good to go. Um, and I think the third thing that it tells me is that no matter what we say, no matter what you think we're watching these games, because the fact of the matter is they changed the playoff system in the NFL. And last year in the first year that they did it, I believe was that the first year where there was only one, one seed, we got Tampa Bay and Jacksonville, or I'm sorry, Tampa Bay and, uh, and Philadelphia. Now this is before Philly made the jump and went and got AJ Brown. So they weren't quite that great yet. But it was a it was a murder fest, and yet here we all were on like Saturday or whatever it was, watching Super Wild Card Weekend, Tampa Bay putting the beats on the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and it's but a, because it was there, it's, and college football knows that, they also get paid for it, and they're giving us exactly what we want, almost in a passive aggressive way. Yeah, right? I get the example. I mean, as you and I both know, the NFL's king; they can do just about anything sure. people are going to watch. And I, and I get what you're saying. Well, I watch. Uh, the again, I'll just use the Gator Bowl as an example. The mm-hmm. Gator Bowl as part of a playoff more than I will just the random Gator Bowl. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I just think the expansion of it, as long as you view it the, through the prism that you kind of are there, which is, yeah. hey, it's it's going to be fun for the fan, more games to watch, and it gives the the middle-of-the-road teams a, a, a chance to to compete, sure. But I, I just don't think it's going to change much in the grand scheme of things from uh, who's going to win the championship. Cause let's be real. If you're thinking, Oh, it makes it fair for the group of five schools. Now it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. What, what's going to happen. Dusty, the, the 12th team is not going to be the second best group of five team. In most cases, it's going to be the third or fourth best team in the sec. It's going to be this year's scenario. It's going to be a three loss LSU as the 12, let's say in 2024, it's not going to be, Boise state or whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be those third or fourth best teams in the big 12 or in the big 10. So I just don't think it's really the argument that it makes it to where everybody can really have a chance. Eh, 
Yeah. You can feel like you got a chance. It, it makes it gives you the optics so that can happen. That's all it really does to me. It's like the Pepsi where's my jet. Seven. We'll get to that later. I okay. watched that last night, actually. The whole thing in one night? No, no, no. <laughs> you could. It's only like two it's hours. Four part. And, it's like yeah. a three or four, but they're not hour episodes. Yeah, no, yeah. they're only like 35 minutes. We'll but, get to that later. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, 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 I mean, I'm with you. Like, I understand, like, that's kind of the Grinch approach, right? Like, sorry, you still don't have a chance, you know, Texas A&M or Texas Tech, if you think you can slide in and do that. But I do think that you will have those moments where you will have an underdog beat a severe, massive favorite, and then people will either say, oh, great, now we don't get it, but maybe that maybe that massive underdog is in LSU versus Alabama, and we still don't get Alabama, and even though it's LSU, we're still happy that it's Just, not, you know, roll tide. I know we joke every year that it's like, oh, Alabama's pretty much always guaranteed a spot. They can still backdoor and, in this and they week. Can st- exactly, they can yeah. still backdoor this week. Now going to 12, and again, you can already have said this was the case, but it for sure, as yeah. long, especially as Nick Saban's there, Alabama's now really officially guaranteed a spot every single year in the college football playoff because there's going to be 12 teams. Again, it's going to be schools like that that are just safer. It doesn't mean that the middle of the road team in the, the Big 12 has a better chance per se. I, it's I think essentially it opening guarantees. up four spots is what yeah. it's doing. It's saying you got a one in four chance of making it still like you had before, but this time like you don't have to worry about these schools jumping you because of name, schedule, and all that sort of thing. Now it's like you had mentioned when you started this topic, like if K-State were to beat TCU, they don't just get the Sugar Bowl already. Like, that game, according to the experts, is meaningless. Like, Yeah, you that get a game, Big 12 if, championship, but yeah, you're going to the Sugar Bowl no But you're what. automatically going to the Sugar Bowl because TCU is automatically in the Final Four. So that game's, you know, as of now, now that can change. And, you know, now you don't have a team like USC who has one of the more entertaining quarterbacks, which you'd love to see play maybe two or three weeks in a competitive field of 12 teams, maybe not four. Because now if they don't win Sunday against, or what is it, Friday? They play tomorrow against Utah? Yeah, Friday night. If, yeah. They don't, if they don't beat Utah on Friday night, then they're out. So basically Ohio State can just sit back on their ass and not play football at all, and then they're just automatically in, whereas USC's got to play for themselves to stay in. Whereas if there is 12 teams, and again, I've already said I wish it was eight, because I think even with eight, they'd still make it. But, like, even with 12 teams, if USC does lose that game, hope is not over. They can still try to play in. And I think that's what college football is more so trying to lead with as an advertisement way is to say now teams don't have to worry about playing out of it. They can still play in it. They just might not have a bye, which is super critical. But, again, uh, we knew expansion was coming. It should have happened sooner than later. I get it. They should have started out with six and then just kind of let that be the way it is instead of just being four and everyone sit. Because you remember – when they came up with this system, we had the same argument. Yeah. They're like, oh, four teams. We're like, great. So Alabama's in every year, Ohio State's in every year, Notre Dame every other year, and Clemson. And now it's like, okay, but at least now there's another four that might automatically get in, but it's still, it's a change of the tide. No yeah. pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and I'm sure it'll be a massive television contract for the new playoff because now of course there's more games. So sure. if you're Fox or ESPN or whoever puts in bidding rights, money, 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 that's all it's deep down. We know that's sure. all this is. It's not Isn't that the world it, itself. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, like, it's not, it's not like the cod fall plus, you know what? We want to give more teams a chance. Yes, no, it's like we need to find a new source of revenue. It's the reason why the NFL starts playing in London. It's the reason why we're playing yeah. in Germany. It's the reason why we have Black Friday football next year with the NFL on Amazon. Yeah. Well, like it, it's Because guess what people do? They shop online yeah, now. It's, it's the way it goes, man. Yeah, I mean, if somebody paid me $500 to do this entire show shirtless on a camera, <laughs> you better believe I'd be shirtless. How you much would money? do it for how, way how, less than that. I do yeah. it for, we all know it. Yeah. Where I would start is 150 bucks. Now, I, I still don't think that I, I think we could you, go lower. So if somebody gave you a hundred bucks right now, I didn't say that if someone gave you a hundred bucks right now on Venmo that was watching the stream and said, Dusty, take your shirt off. You're telling me you would say no three fifty, And it's a deal. The rest of the show. Okay. If <laughs> Steven Spector <laughs> walked into that studio, then he would be like, a, did you lose a bet? No, with like, a, yes. if, he's, if he, if he walked <laughs> in with a crisp $50 bill and, and a Z man from Joe's. Ooh. ooh. Hmm. I think that shirt's coming off instantly. Absolutely not. And the only reason is because I've ate a lot of barbecue this week. Okay, okay, then. (laughs) Uh, What are your favorite tacos in town? Manny's? Uh, San Antonio's are probably the best, in in my opinion. What do you want? Carne asada? You want? Last time we tried to do food, Robert, our good buddy, brought us an entire thing of food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So pump the brakes. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's been a lot of food happenings lately on yeah. this show. We've had we've had chili. Denny's, we've had chili, we've had egg salad sandwiches. Ugh, who had to eat that? Cody. Cody. He ate it. Well, well not he the one no from choice. the vending machine. It's because there's a long story. That's now. BS. He should have had to eat that well, one from the not, vending machine. It's not available anymore. And then Rob Collins brought it in. Rob Collins clearly stopped at. Like Casey's? Yeah. No, it was Hy-Vee. Yeah. No, no, it was Hy-Vee. Oh, was it? But it was like deli. one of those ready-to-go things. No, it wasn't. No, that's what his whole thing was. It wasn't ready-to-go. I think he I think He, he got he it had, made fresh? I think he had it scooped. That's, I don't know. It said no, best Cody buy to today. Make... It said the day no, he brought Co- it in it was the best buy day. Yeah, but Cody had to make the sandwich. It wasn't already. So he, oh, bought, well, egg, that's, he, he no. bought eggs out and he bought rolls. and then he. Okay, but then... I just don't want to paint the wrong picture here. There was nothing fresh about that sandwich, okay? Let's get one thing clear. You think Cody shaved today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said he night. was. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. said he would. Up next, though, you guys think I, I did something wrong. Uh, we'll see if everybody else agrees. And we've never heard this story from Patrick Mahomes until today on Kelsey's podcast. I think it's fantastic. We'll tell you what it is, and you'll hear it next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, back here on Cody in Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwartz with you. Dusty Likens in for Cody Tap. Dana Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver, going to join us coming up at 11 o'clock, part of the Chiefs radio network. Here in just a minute or so, we'll get to some... Audio from Kelsey's podcast, of course, Travis Kelsey and his brother, Jason Kelsey, the New Heights podcast has been fantastic. They finally got Patrick Mahomes on it and Mahomes told a great story. And it's one that, you know, you feel like you kind of knew most of the whole draft story stuff. Turns out there's always something new that comes out. And I think it's a really cool story that nobody's heard before. Uh, We'll hear that audio in just a second or so. You guys were, were giving me a hard time, though, this morning, because today we're in December. I don't know if you know that today is December 1st. Um, And we had the no shave November thing going mm-hmm. and this show, Cody, myself, Nick did not shave in the month of November. We were going out the beards. Now for Nick, it wasn't a big deal because well, he wears a beard anyway, or has a beard anyway. Wears it? Has it. Mm-hmm. Wears it, has it. Well, he wears wearing, it, I mean, grows it, wears it. Yeah. yeah. And so I, sh- I shaved the beard. So the beard normally wears you. If you, is wanna, that right? Well, I mean, if you want to get into the beard logic. Okay. Okay. Text line from six, six, two L says I should have kept the beard. Uh, someone else says gold looks like a little kid again. For those of you that were watching on the stream, which is not up, by the way. Mm. Um, so yeah, why why did you guys you guys said oh it's interesting that you are clean shaven today? Well, it's because it's no shave November's over. When did you shave? Did you shave bright and early this morning with some Barbasol and Great Shave America? Yeah. Great uh, Shave America, <laughs> uh, Great I, Shave Barbasol. I don't use Barbasol. No, I'm more of a Gillette. Uh, more of a Gillette. The best a man can cream, get. Shaving cream uh, or gel, whatever you want to call it. You have the Mach uh, Three with it. Uh, yeah, I think it is the Mach Three with the removable heads. No, no, no. no. Oh. Actually, I actually, they're still they're just the nicer disposables. That makes okay. sense. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so yeah, I did uh, last night before bed. 
So then you didn't shave in December. You shaved in November. Wait, um, what? what's today's date? Today's December, December 1st, 1st. We're all aware and of. Dusty, what was yesterday's date? November 30th. So you shaved in November. Therefore, you did not complete No Shave November. No, you didn't. You literally um, are the worst. I'm actually, I guess, so you're saying me being honest. Eh, you didn't do it. Because hey, you I, are the worst. You One of the worst people. You literally so because, didn't do it. Because I was honest? Because I didn't want to wake up at 6.30 Honesty, this morning. You were honest in the fact that you didn't complete I don't give task. a piss about anything I, about honesty when it comes to this. You fact, you didn't do it. I could have lied to you guys. I could have said, hey, you know what? I did shave this morning. He said, I shaved right, last Life's before- about a thousand decisions. You also <laughs> could have made the decision to shave this morning. What do you want? So, you, want a, you want an honest trophy, you millennial? No, I would just say that uh, you're a millennial as well. I know. Uh, as... as Someone that was participating in No Shave November. I'm not trying to get a moral trophy. December, <laughs> December. Hey, Dusty, I slashed your tires, but I but I came to you and I told you, so yeah. don't oh, be mad, please. Okay, we're making the same leap there. It feels the same. Hey, no, made I, out with your girlfriend. Don't be mad at me. I told you. Because I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, I came to you first. Yeah. That, you doesn't, just, that doesn't matter. And so I shaved last night. What time? Eh. No, you right if before you, bed. Now you don't want to be honest. I didn't go to bed. I didn't go to bed till twelve thirty. Oh BS! Now, You're a nine the, p.m. type of bed person. Now all of a sudden, Mister Honesty. I was texting with you guys at ten forty last night. You can't text in bed. Oh, you can, but I wasn't. You were already shut down for the evening, of course. which means mm-hmm. you had already shaved. You just said, of course, you'd shut down for the evening. For those of us yeah. that don't say shut down for the evening, that means his pajamas were on. I don't wear pajamas. His lotion was applied, and his face was shaved. Apply lotion. You don't put lotion on? Not before bed. Mm, I do. Excuse me? I put it on bef- when I wake in up this before climate, I go to bed. In this climate, you don't moisturize at night? Do you not have ashy skin in the wintertime? Dude. Eh, sometimes, not really. You look like walking dandruff. Yeah, you, that means you, <laughs> yeah. You, better be, you better be washing those sheets like every yeah. three or four days because you you're going to have dead to, skin all over You do know you're supposed them. to wash your bed sheets once a month. Uh, more than once a month. Uh, I've washed mine yeah. once a week. Yeah, like, what really? You, once yeah, a week? Hold on. What are you, you're, yes. you're tr- once to... a month, Dusty. Oh, man. When do you really only Knowing wash... the lifestyle that you live, mm. those sheets <laughs> once take a, a black light no, to those man, puppies. I, I guess it's more so like once every three weeks. Ugh. Yeah, you got Yeah, you probably should every Saturday. Uh, you yeah. don't put lotion on in the middle of winter. Like, you're I, about to crack and I bleed. I lotion this morning. Okay. You asked if I do it in the morning or if I do it before Oh, easy. I said apply it for... Bed and after, and when you wake up. Yeah. Mine's called whiskey and coffee. If that's what whiskey and coffee is. Your lotion is called whiskey and coffee? That's right. Okay. My sister gave it to me. Now, thinking of, we're just going to get into the grooming situation here. Um, The boss walked in this morning and said, oh, hey, oh, Dusty, did you lose a bet? That's because Dusty has a new haircut. That's yeah. how bad the boss thinks your haircut looks. Which, by the way, I don't think it looks bad. It's definitely different. It's a new look for you. Yeah. Um, it definitely, like, you skin tight fade. Almost. We went power fade. Yeah. Okay, I'll the be boss, honest with you. The boss said, Dusty's did you lose the bet? Dusty's haircut looks clean. I thought that, was, I thought that was unwarranted by Steven Spector. Yeah, that was, that was very rude say of the that, boss. Because you don't say that unless you think the haircut looks bad, which objectively... Your haircut does not look bad. It looks different, but yeah. it's well done. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's bad. It definitely is is a, a different look. Like right away, we're like, oh, okay, what I mean, yeah. nice nice cut. It was within the first two minutes of walking in, but yeah, Spec just goes, "Did you lose a bet?" And that usually implies first that it off, looks bad. he stared at me for like five seconds, and I just was sitting in the chair where Scott Parks normally sits to paint the scene, <laughs> and I can feel like these eyes looking through my ear hole, and I look over, I'm like. Hey, what's up? And he just immediately goes, lose a bet? No, why? <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. Damn. Yeah. It was kind of like a damn. I moment. mean, hey, I'm going to Vegas this weekend. I gotta yeah. be ready. Yeah. I gotta get oh, I is gotta... that why you got the cut? I mean, you gotta look sharp in Vegas, man. I gotta look like I know what exactly what I'm doing. I don't. I mean, I lose Wait, on DraftKings is... all the time. It, oh, so I was about to say, what is it that you want to look like you because there's trying, a lot of different I'm things to look you like you can do in Vegas. clean cool hip guy in the sports book room because then somebody will come over and i'll be like so what do you have money on and they'll be like oh dude i did a bunch of re-, and i'm hoping to get that because i've i've figured out in Wait, life so you want you're trying to pretend to be the rich guy at the sports book? no the confident guy the not confident the rich guy. guy that money never came out the clean calm like this guy looks like he you know blanks um okay i'm you gonna go over go and to, hang uh, out you gotta go to circa while you're there man oh i will well, the pools are closed. Or that's not Circa, can, but... No, I mean, they have the, the stadium swim, but the book itself is just incredible. That's what I wish I could do is the pool. The and just high swim. noon it. Stadium and swim's just... open. Stadium swim's open there. You could still go see it. 
it's opened up. You're not going to probably want to get in the water. I think the other reason why the boss didn't like the hair is that he could never do this haircut. (laughs) Why is that? Because his fade is from his forehead back. Well, there are only about two different haircuts that he can do. Yeah, the cul-de-sac and to bring it home. (laughs) Damn. Here all day. Actually, I'm here till two. So if you guys want me to keep going. Oh, goodness. So anyway, that did happen this morning. As a matter of fact, that did. So this morning, the podcast, though, involving Travis Kelsey and his brother, Jason Kelsey. New Heights, it really is a terrific podcast. Been going on for, what, about two and a half, three months now at this point. And they finally had Patrick Mahomes on the podcast. And sometimes you wonder, like, how much new stuff is going to come out of a, an interview at this point? Mahomes has been interviewed so many times. You're just like, what, what's new? But I don't think anybody had heard this story before, and it had to do with the draft process for Mahomes and the Chiefs organization. And listen to this. I thought this was really cool. I think you'll love the last 15 seconds or so of it as well. First day that I met Coach Reed was at the facility. We had, like, the uh, meetings, like the top 30 visits. So I was in there for, like, five hours. He's just going through plays, going through plays. And uh, I'm going to give you all the inside scoop. Matt Nagy, who was the offensive coordinator then, he really liked me. So he gave me the plays they were going to go over the night before. So Coach Reed's finding out here live on New Heights Podcast. Oh, my gosh. Matt (laughs) Nagy. How could you? Let's go. And yeah. So, of course, I crushed the meeting. I stayed up all night studying those plays. It's like, man, this kid is locked in. We got ourselves a winner here. <laughs> As the process went on, I got a feeling that I was kind of going up in the draft. I had a couple of teams that said they were going to draft me, and I mean, that's true. Like, it's not like these coaches are making that up. I talked to them. Uh, during the draft process, and they were like, hey, if you're there, we're going we're gonna to take you. I kind of gave a little inside info to the, the Chiefs, and I was like, hey, if y'all let me go anywhere below. At the time, I didn't know about the Saints, but I was like, if y'all let me go 12 or below, I'm going to get drafted by someone else. You drafted yourself? And so I gave the Chiefs a little, bit of in, a, little bit of, a little bit of info on that because I wanted to be here. Let's go! So that was Mahomes on the New Heights podcast. So two things. One at the beginning, how about Matt Nagy? So he loved him so much that he's like, I'm going to help you out. And he's going to quiz you on a bunch of plays the next day. He gave me answers and, to the test. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you the plays he's going to quiz you on so you just look great, so then they're even more impressed by you. Uh-huh. Love that. That's I hadn't heard that one before. I think that's that's not public knowledge until today. Is that legal? So, what do you mean illegal? Just the process. I mean, now, you can know, la- now they can laugh about it. Yeah. Now they can laugh about it because, obviously, it worked out for everybody. Could you imagine if that happened and then he turned out to not be good? That would mm. be a story nobody would want to be telling. Exactly. Um, uh, something like that, sure. And then at the end, if you're a Chiefs fan, how can you not love the final, I don't know, 15 seconds of that clip where Patrick Mahomes wanted to be in Kansas City so bad, he's saying at least, that Implying. he – Yeah, he – well, so yeah, I mean, like yeah. he, he basically said, I told them that these other teams were going to draft me right. if you don't draft me here. Like – Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, and it plays well now that he's been in Kansas City for five-plus years. And is is that ring. part legal? Yeah, I think that stuff happens okay. a lot. I think it happens more than we think. But that's, that is amazing to hear. That's awesome. I think it's more so that he wanted to be with Andy Reid and Nagy more than he wanted to be in Kansas I mean, Kansas City, obviously, that comes with the package deal. That's when, his, when he said he wanted to be in Kansas City, I'm sure right. he meant it about the coaching staff. Yeah. As much as we want to, oh, he's like, I'm sure it wasn't particularly the city. He's like, man, was. barbecue, no, no, like no. light traffic. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure all four he, seasons, he meant it as the organization. Lot of stadium. Yeah, he meant it with the coaching staff and with the players. It's fantastic because... To me, it makes the perfect combo. It makes people now officially want to hate Kansas City outside of Kansas City, but that doesn't mean anything because it makes everybody in Kansas City love this guy and love this team that much more. And the fact that he even said, sorry, Coach Reed, but now everybody knows. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But it also, like, it makes everything make sense if you want to make it like a, a Venn diagram, right? Like, you have the great coach, Andy Reid, the great upcoming in Patrick Mahomes. The NFL moved to a spread offense. Andy Reid was ahead of the curve. Like everyone's like, oh, Texas Tech quarterbacks don't work. That's because for years you're running the power eye formation. Now the NFL is transitioning to the spread offense. I've got a kid who's been doing it for four years at Texas Tech who, in fact, was so good that the Heisman Trophy winner Oklahoma had to transfer because he knew he was never going to play above this kid. So that's great in itself. The fact that the relationship has been built since Mahomes was 20 is fantastic. And now it's like this whole thing has been brought up as like, did Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes just find each other magically? It's like, oh yeah. And when they did, they knew. Like, you know when they say love is at first sight? This is, you saw the girl at the bar at 11 o'clock and you said, that chick's going to be my wife or vice versa. That guy's going to be my husband. And Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Matt Nagy, love triangle happened. And they all said, okay, with this, 
we can be great, right? And Matt Nagy's now back in the bunch, and look where the team's at. Yeah, we knew Matt Nagy always liked Mahomes. How disappointing was he to go to Chicago like the next year? <laughs> well, he's the head coach, right? I mean, so sure. he got the head coach. And he gig, won so. coach of the year and got in the playoffs <laughs> and all that stuff, so that's great. Yeah. I think and now he's the future head coach of the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, if, if the timeline works out, he would be. It will work out. Well, meaning if Andy coaches another five years, I'm not sure he's waiting around for five years. But if it happens in the next two or three, then then I'm, I understand. I think what Andy you're wants three bowls. Well, go get one this year, then. Yep. I mean, I think. I mean, I just love that when you look at the process of the draft, and we know that Matt Nagy liked Mahomes. That that's the, that story part isn't new, mm-hmm. but the idea though that before the draft, like that's how badly. That was the guy that, that he wanted there, that he was like, whatever I can do to make Mahomes look even better mm-hmm. to Andy Reid and to those that are going to really make the decision to draft at the time, John Dorsey, of course, to make the decision to draft Mahomes. I think that's awesome, that, something that, that we hadn't heard. This is why the, the player podcasts are kind of cool, because let's be honest, uh, Mahomes has done hundreds, not thousands of interviews at this point mm-hmm. in time in his life. And some of that stuff, like not willing to say to just a regular member of the media, mm-hmm. he's around a teammate, he's around his teammates, brother, they're, they're all close. And that's why he's willing to give them something good. That's what happens with a lot of these player podcasts. What's was we? I think we were talking Nick off air one day. Like this is why Jason, uh, yeah, Jason, uh, yeah, totally. Jason Reddick, 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 or sorry. even JJ Reddick. JJ, it could Reddick. be him yeah, as I was, well. Thank but you. Jason Reddick, thanks for podcast thanks is, for thanks for helping me there. I appreciate. Well, I didn't know it. who you just said, Jason, Jason, and he calls you Nick Offerman. I didn't call him Nick Offerman. Really, uh, dude? Oh, Nick off air. I thought you called him Nick Offerman. Nick off, <laughs> like the guy who Nick plays off- Ron Swanson. Yeah, Nick off air. I was like, oh, I thought, did you call him Nick Offerman? No, but anyway, it was like JJ Reddick's podcast yeah. with players. Like he gets good stuff out of the players because they just, they're willing to talk to him. Yeah. So that's well, what, that's what's cool about these. And podcasts. yeah, this podcast, I've been pumping this thing since it started. Cause it's like, you can just kind of tell that the, the two brothers are obviously going to do this in the future. Like Jason oh, Kelsey yeah. definitely has a podcast in his future. And Travis is definitely going to be on TV somewhere. Also probably doing podcasts as yeah, well. Kind of doing but, the ESPYs hosting. Or oh, dude, that's hosting, that was like his was. break. And then they put him on the NFL draft. And he's in a bright pink bubblegum suit. I mean, the guy has everything, literally everything. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase wasn't calling him the tuna can with a cat emoji, which I still don't know what that we means. You know what that means? Yeah. I tuna, mean, I've, in, tuna in a can? Tuna in a can and then a cat emoji. Hmm. What do we think that means? Is he saying it's bait? He's trying to make bait? No, I think tuna in a can is like either don't cats eat tuna? Well, tuna in a can is bad. Mm, do right? you guys eat tuna sandwiches? Hell no. No. Really? No, no, no. Oh, man, I love them. I like, like, tuna. Well, here was the context. Like, sushi tuna, or, yeah, yeah. Or tuna, tuna steaks, things like that. This was the context for people wondering. So, Justin Reed, we played the audio earlier, right? He, he yeah. then responded, said, to be honest, I met Hayden Hurst for the man matchups. Nonetheless, any and everybody's still getting locked up. Jamar Chase said, let's put some money on it big time. Reed said, you're welcome for the extra motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you on Sunday, champ. That's when Jamar Chase responded, tuna in a can with, yeah, cat emoji. And then Justin Reed just responded, noted with a, a gif of the guy like, oh, okay. If Justin Reed, who has not said one offensive thing <laughs> since showing up in Kansas City, <laughs> right. is basically calling out anybody on the Bengals receiving core, that tells you he's walking the company line. That tells you that oh, is ready. what's being said inside the Chiefs locker room, and he's just falling in line with what everyone else is saying, which is, well, we are going to kick these guys' asses this week. Well, we also heard Kelsey, right? I mean, we heard Kelsey on that very podcast we were just playing, mentioning the rematch. Mm-hmm. You guys got Chiefs at Bengals going back to Cincinnati. Rematch. You guys get another crack at them. 2021 AFC title game. Playing a team when you know you didn't give them your best. You know, you didn't play your best. It just builds a little bit more. It means a little bit more. And you want to be able to go and and prove yourself to be able to go out there and have success and and find a way to get a win. And sure enough, kind of the way they stopped us in the second half in both of those games, it's been a sour taste in my mouth. Sure. Sure as hell has been that for the entire offseason. So when I saw him on the schedule in December, I kind of circled it, man. I was like, nice. I, I get another hack at a team that I... Don't think I gave my best, man. At the end of the day, they got Joe Burrow. They got a great defense. It's going to be a big challenge for us. You guys better take care of business. I don't want to hear that excuse train coming through the uh, show next week. (laughs) 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 That's Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey on our podcast. This is one they all want bad. The same way the Bills want to beat the Chiefs after what happened in the AFC Divisional round game last year. The Chiefs are in the same spot to a certain extent, right? This is a Cincinnati so the team Chiefs that has, are the Bills and the and the Cincinnati Bengals are the Chiefs. In this in this particular example, I think so, right? I mean, Mahomes is zero two against Burrow. Mm-hmm. You hear Kelsey there saying he didn't think he played his best at all in that game. Mm-hmm. This is one they want bad. 
They want bad. They don't want go. They don't want to go zero and three against Joe Burrow. They want to wipe that AFC title game behind them, and then that way, heading into the playoffs, when they probably will play Cincy again, it's mm-hmm. not. Oh my gosh, this team. Like then, it really creeps in your mind a little bit. Like truly, this team has beat us three times. You want to just end that right now? Do it on Sunday. It's almost uncharted territory for the Mahomes era. They yeah. have never. We have never been in a week before a game where it feels like you better win this one. Otherwise, you're going to have a feeling like you mentioned yesterday. This team is your kryptonite. For whatever reason, you have been an imperial death star destroying planets on your way to the postseason every single year. Yet, for whatever reason, the Cincinnati Bengals of all franchises are the one team that has your number. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that it is uncharted territory. It is kind of like role reversal. But the other thing, too, is that the thing that makes me question is that if you can do it a third time, you've proven that you've gotten something, that there's some sort of tipped pitch from the Chiefs. Because the first two games they played, it seemed like Cincinnati played rope-a-dope, right? Like, they kind of sat back with the Chiefs, like, do their thing, like, throw up their offense, just don't get blown out. And in the first game, I think at halftime, it was, what, 21-10 to 10 going into half in the, in the, in the playoff game? And then in the, in the first matchup, it was, like, it was, it was close as well, or it wasn't close as well, but they weren't getting blown out. And then the second half, they just shut down the Chiefs offense and immediately the, the Bengals started scoring again. And then the other thing that, that makes point to me is that there's no Dan Sorensen and there's no Tyra Matthew. Yeah. If you go back and look at Jamar Chase's big plays last year, look at the two defenders that were in the vicinity of those plays. It was Dan Sorensen and Tyra Matthew. We both know now that, that, that Dan Sorensen is, is terrible and we know that Tyra Matthew wasn't playing at full potential last year. So if there's any inclination there, let it be known. We'll talk more about this with Dane and Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver, coming up in about eight minutes or so. But let's get to Nick's Notable Notes. Write something down. Nick's Notable Notes. Still something down. waiting for Dusty to go acapella. You'd better write something down. <laughs> I'm going to have them re-record that <laughs> intro. I sent that to the uh, group chat last night, by the way. You did. You did. Yeah, the he voice sent, memo. He sent us yeah. an audio message of him singing And that. Gold kept it. Bless right. his heart. Guys, sad day. <laughs> Sad day for oh. primals everywhere. Oh, I think God. it was this uh, this trio yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. And a few months ago. We introduced goal two. The liver king. Good morning, primals. The liver king, the man who follows the nine ancestral tenants, who has a slab of bricks for abs, who has pterodactyl wings on his back. He is the most muscular bound freak on the planet and he says that he has gotten this physique and his 1.7 i believe mm. million instagram followers simply by eating raw meat raw liver raw bull testicles bone marrow all of it mm. combined with intense weightlifting mm. has led to him being the most impressive physical specimen on the face of the planet. Mm -hmm. And what everybody has said for so long is, well, this guy must be on steroids. I mean, look at him. He's got muscles. He's got about 4% body fat, the striations, all these different things. None of that is natural. And he said, nope, I don't trust the stuff. In fact, in an interview, when asked about the idea of him doing steroids, they said, do you take PEDs? He said, I'll be honest, I do take PEDs. I prioritize, I execute, and I dominate every mm-hmm. effing morning. Mm. He cusses. This guy's just a marketing genius. Is what well, he is. also, turns out, according to one man, uh, he just goes by Derek. He's got millions of followers on YouTube. First name he, only. He what? doesn't give his first, he doesn't give his last name, but he's got a big YouTube channel, and he's always exposing people for using steroids. And guess what? He has exposed Liver King for using steroids, thanks to an email that the Liver King sent him. A year and a half ago, but he didn't know who he was at the time. Found it in his inbox. And as it turns out, much to everyone's shock, Liver King not only takes steroids, gold takes a lot of them to the tune of $11,000 per month. That's how many drugs he's shoving in that beautiful, muscular buttocks of his every He's single a fraud. month. So th- you guys introduced me to a fraud yes, is we what did. you guys are telling me. Yeah, that's exactly. After all this. That's well, exactly that's what we did. Not a truly entirely true. We we introduced you to this guy, <laughs> but we also were like, this guy's definitely a fraud. Like, every day is like, you know, good morning, primals. Yes. I'm going to have a egg yolk breakfast with bull testicle Except now he's going to have to add a little bit of another line to it. And, like, now I'll be going to the restroom and adding a needle to my ass 
so yeah. I could inject myself with steroids. I start every day with Ibutamorin, Omnitrope, yeah. Deca, <laughs> Testosterone, yeah. and Winstrol. Yeah. You guys supported this guy's well-being. I you, feel like I've been cheated. Video, no, we mocked him. Every time you watch that video, it was money in his pocket, uh, man. No, it wasn't because I was watching it on like a thing that I didn't subscribe to. It just happened to be on Snapchat. It's not like I was like subscribing to yeah, his I channel. Watched, I watched it on my burner account. Do you think this guy's done? Like, will people no. feel like he's done? No, or is no. He too he'll, good go of a be, he'll go be a barstool like figure and he'll make a ton thing. of money. Nobody watches this video. Or he'll team up with Hasbro. Uh, there are there are like the guys who he can dupe out there who like buy his. Because he's got all sorts of supple, like you know, bone marrow pills yeah. and things like that. But he's clearly not pills. taking, right? <laughs> and he, he sells he sells supplements, and that's what the whole point of this thing is. So I'm sure there are people out there who fell for that. For, for the most part, yeah. I think people just watch his videos because they are so over the top and ridiculous. Like just like anything else on social media. Yeah. It's almost like the same reason why people would watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, he called his kid Liver King, or what? Uh, liver, liver, liver Kids. Liver Kids. Liver and, Boy. And Liver Queen. Liver Queen. Liver Queen has That's to put up nuts. with my small, tiny balls because I have a little bitty steroid problem with the Liver King. So actually, he was reached in an interview by the Daily Beast, and here's uh, what he had to say about The Daily Beast? Here's what he had to say about it. Oh, he said, my God. He said, quote, in a weird way, I'm grateful for the recent events that have shed light on this complicated as F topic. That's all he can do, though, is deny it like this. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad, actually. I'm glad this has come out, he even has, though like, he has denied it a million times. The thing that's also funny about this, if you couldn't see it coming, A, you're an idiot. B, uh, well, he's shirtless all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has so much back knee. It's like if he's natural and gets the sun beat on his skin, then like, why does he have like, I mean, like, and I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but this guy's body is like massively huge. Um, each like individual ab looks like a loaf of bread. Uh, there's no way that's just a natural body. Do you guys think that, the, that we should still be trying to wake up every morning and express our highest and most dominant forms? Or are you guys done trying to do that? I feel like I do that every morning. Gold? Do you feel like you w- came into the office today saying, I'm different. going to express my <laughs> highest and most dominant form? Oh, yeah, every day, man. Yeah. Every day. Right when I wake up, feet on the ground, sun in the face, lotion in the hand. Yeah, you're my new liver <laughs> king. <laughs> lotion on the <laughs> I mean, I put it on my elbows and stuff. Yeah. I don't want cr- to crack. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We've already established hey, that gold doesn't use just... lotion. Yeah, he's a raw guy. Oh, gosh. That's why you're so ashy. Yeah. So calling you ashy. Yeah, raw skin. No. Use lotion on, on my hands. And Ashley the puts oh, hey. the lotion on its skin and it gets those again. Hey, until you start moisturizing, you, henceforth, you are Ashy Al. Yeah, that's good. You're not Georgie you, Porgy Pudding Pie. You you're can, Ashy Al. I don't Al. think you can like say that necessarily. I don't think it's a good thing to be saying necessarily. Why not? You have Ashy up, skin and your name's I, Al. But I don't, I, I don't though. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Well, I'll come in there and fill you up on the <laughs> next, <laughs> take that, the next take commercial that, break. Take that Apple Watch off. Let's see if there's any flakes under there. Okay, we can. We, <laughs> we can, can start looking like we gold can, member. We can, we can do that. It's a shalty one. <laughs> Coming up next, Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. We'll get his thoughts on the comments from Jamar Chasen. What on earth the Chiefs secondary can do to try to limit him and that receiving core. There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking. Law, trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 11:30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.